Welcome to the Influency Podcast. I'm Hadar, and today we are going to listen to a real-life story about English success. You are going to listen to an interview with one of my students who is going to tell you what is possible now that English is no longer an obstacle. Let's listen. Today we're going to talk with Renata, Renata from Canada. She currently lives in Canada, originally from Brazil. And she is going to tell you about her incredible transformation story, what has helped her feel confident, fluent, and like she has a voice that she uses, and how she is now influencing and helping other people. What an incredible story she has. Hello. <laughs> Hello. How are you, Hadar? Excited, very excited to be here with you today. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> a little nervous and excited, mostly. The nervousness is part of the deal, you know? Like when you when you know you have something important to say, there is always this fear and nervous energy, yeah. but it's also it's excitement as well. It is. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about you. Like give us a bit of a background for those of you who don't know you. I would love to... Uh, let's start with that. Yes. Okay. So my name is Renata. I am from Brazil, but I'm living in Canada with my husband, Renato, and my three kids, <laughs> Julia, <laughs> Vitor, and Renato Jr. Yes. Aww. We are three Renatos in the same family. I <laughs> love that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm living here in Canada for six years now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Working here. My kids are studying. My husband what made is working you, too. Why did you decide to immigrate to Canada six years ago? In Brazil, things were not very stable for us. Also, uh, for the kids, we thought it would be a good moment to have this experience outside of the country. And maybe we could give them more opportunities by moving to Canada. Mm -hmm. So that was, I think that was the biggest reason, actually. Did you know anyone in Canada when you first moved there? No. <laughs> it's horrible, to be honest. Um, for one side, you have some time to be only you and your family. So it was new for us. Because in Brazil, we have everybody. <laughs> But in Canada, we only had each other. Mm -hmm. And it was good for one side because we became even closer. But on the other hand, you don't have your mother's house to go and have lunch on Sunday or you don't, you don't have a friend to call and say, oh, I'm not very well today, come have lunch or coffee with me. So this, this part is really hard. This takes me to the first part of the pandemic. Like that's exactly <laughs> how the pandemic felt for me. All of a yeah. sudden it's just you and your family and that's it. Like there's no one you can visit. No one can come visit you. So, yeah. and I remember how it was so jarring. It has it, its advantages for sure, because you become stronger as a family unit, but definitely not having the people you love around you was hard. So I can't imagine what it was like, you know, when yeah. it's, it was like, this is it, this is the situation. And yeah. how was it like for you with English in terms of English? Uh, I didn't have any English when I came. I I studied a little in Brazil in the public school and English is not that strong. So mm -hmm. I think I knew a uh, verb to be 
<laughs> and <laughs> in the last good luck yeah. with English. Yeah. yeah. Go into Canada. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, I had a teacher for the last six months in Brazil. She tried a lot, but it's a lot to learn in six months when you don't have anything. So yeah, when I arrived here, I didn't have any English. So it was not easy to survive. Yeah. So trying to learn English and evolve and immerse yourself in new culture, how did you feel? What was like the biggest obstacles when it came to communicating in English? The fact that you don't even understand where, what people are talking to you, I think is one of the biggest things. Uh, I think my listening is not my best skill. <laughs> so uh, it was hard. People were talking to me. I, I was like inside of me. I was desperate to understand and to be able to say at least yes or no. And I couldn't. Wow. So it's hard because, you know, I was not a teenager or a child, right? So mm -hmm. it is embarrassing too. Mm. Uh, you feel like, okay, I'm living in Canada. I should speak English, but I don't. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, it's hard. What are some of the things that you found yourself saying to yourself when you were having these situations or when you confronted struggles communicating? I think it, there were different days in my life. So some days I was just saying, okay, Renata, you are strong. You can do this. Go ahead. Keep going. Other days I were like, what are you doing here? Why did you do this to yourself? You cannot do this. Some days I really thought I couldn't. So, uh, yeah, different feelings in different days. What kept you going? What made you still stick with that first voice of like, you got this, you can do it? Mostly my family. I wanted to stay here and give this to my kids. So mostly my family. I knew I could fight more. So every day when I was not very feeling very encouraged, I would say, okay, for the kids, you can do this. Go ahead. Yeah. And I kept going. <laughs> You're amazing. And throughout those six years, what was the first time where you finally said, I think I can do it? Right. Like when was was it when you found a job? Was it when you started having friends? Like what was the moment where you started having hope in English? I'm a person who thinks you have to study to get a new knowledge. So for me, it's a lot related to study. And I started studying English since I arrived here, but it took a long time. But after some point, I thought, OK, I think I'm getting it. Uh, and yes. I think it will work somehow at some point. So the hope started to come back to yeah. me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, yes, uh, after studying for some time, I had great people around me too. Uh, I met really great people. So it's, it, it also gave me some hope. Amazing. So fast forward to today what you are doing and in a second we're going to talk about the last few months and what i what you've actively done to make a big change in english what you are doing now is basically you're on the other side literally right yeah. you are literally on the other side can you talk a little bit about that what do you do 
And how do you feel like you have closed the circle? Yeah, I received this beautiful present in my life, uh, which is the opportunity to work with newcomers in Canada. <laughs> so I work with people from different countries, from different uh, cultures. And usually they are at the same point I was when I arrived here. So I can help them. I can give them information about here, but I can help them with English, which is crazy. If I think I never thought it, it would be possible. <laughs> if you asked me six years ago about this, I would say, ah, you are crazy. But here I am and it is great. I work mostly with students um, from grade seven to 12. Mm -hmm. And it is amazing because, you know, kids, they are amazing and they can learn, learn pretty fast. So yeah. It is they have less ideas about what it's like to be perfect and no judgment and they are, they're not afraid to make mistakes. I mean, some of them I'm sure are, but um, yeah. Usually no. no. <laughs> they are really good on this. I love that. So from a place of not even understanding people when they ask you yes, no questions to a place where you actually help newcomers with their English and with getting situated and settled and feeling good in their new community, right? Like really on that other side. Um, what do you think was the most defining work that you've done that has allowed you to do this work confidently? Yeah, I looked for many resources so I could learn more. And I remember that I was struggling a lot with a topic. I don't remember the topic anymore, but I remember I was like, oh my gosh, I need to understand this. And I started to look on YouTube and look for something. And I found you. <laughs> and I think it was one of the best things that happened because since then, I think it was 2017. And We've I known each other since 2017. Amazing. We are friends for a long time, Hadar, you don't know that, but we are. <laughs> yeah, so I started to watch our videos and yeah, the way you explain things. From the beginning, it worked between us and I, it is easy for me to understand when you are explaining. And because I need to study to learn, understand the reasons behind something, yeah. it is important for me. Yeah, And I didn't find somebody who, uh, who does it. And you did. You gave me the explanations I need to, mm -hmm. okay, so they have 16 vowels. Great. Why? And how can I make a three, four, I don't know, different sounds of A, for example. Yeah. So it was really a point of change in my yeah. English journey. In clarity around why there is a struggle. So it's not vague in your head anymore, right? Especially yeah. around spoken English and pronunciation, like why this is challenging, not just how I'm supposed to say it. Yeah, yeah, I can see why that has been helpful. Yeah, so it was one of the most important things and then keep going and keep studying. And then I don't know, <laughs> if I'm changing your question, your subject now, but anyways, uh, I had this dream of one day stood with you, like really taking a course with you. But for some time, it was not possible for many different reasons. But then one day, 
some time ago, some months ago, I was watching one of your lives about new sound. And I, I looked into my husband and said, I want to do this. And he said, go ahead, let's do oh. it. <laughs> yeah, and it was like a, like a dream coming true. It was so amazing. <laughs> and what was it something that you learned in the course. So like in the course, for those of you who don't know, we go through foundations and uh, learning habits, as well as deep pronunciation work, especially like to understand how it all works and to create clarity and also mindset work that I think, you know, from your story and, and the work that you've done was also really meaningful. So from all the things that you've learned in the course, what do you think the most helpful element was the one that you also want to help your students with it is hard to choose only one thing because mm -hmm. the course is very well organized and so we have lots of different resources from you teaching or the other coaches and also the videos the workbook everything is so well done in a way that it leads us to achieve our goals but I think and I, I told this to my husband I think Hadar is not only an English coach or teacher she's also a psychologist mm -hmm. and in my case I think uh, I was looking for fluency when I started that was my 90 days goal but the, I didn't know that but I also was looking for confidence and a little bit of kindness to myself the ability to allow me to make mistakes and I remember you saying this to me just my dear allow yourself to make mistakes <laughs> and so I think this help you with believe in yourself Renata you can do this you have some knowledge just believe that you can do this so yeah this this confidence this course gave me I think is is the best I can take away from new sound. Oh, that's amazing. So for your new students and people asking you now in your community, okay, what should I do? What would you tell them? Like, what would be the best piece of advice you could give someone who is where you were a few months ago or a few years ago? Uh, don't lose your hope. You can do this. It is important to study hard. It will not come like uh, if you don't do anything. So you need to study hard and look for confidence. Look for people like Hadar who <laughs> can really help you. So how do you team. build confidence? How can they build confidence? I think by studying and by trying. Uh, being brave enough to go outside and try. If you study a lot, but then you keep inside of your place, you will not be able to try. And as you explained me before, to make mistakes <laughs> and then learn from your mistakes. I couldn't have said that better. Like learn it and try it, right? And like with mistakes, without mistakes, just go ahead and try it because otherwise, you know, we get so caught up like when you have a thought, an obsessive thought, and you think about it and you don't speak about it, and then it can explode in your mind. It's the same with learning material, like you're thinking about it, you're obsessing over it, or maybe it's even forgotten, but it's, it's like it has to come out soon. 
fast, mm -hmm. you know, to turn into a speaking habit. So it's not just like just in your head. So I agree. I totally agree. So you're a mom of three. You have a job, <laughs> right? You have hobbies and, yeah. you know, social <laughs> life and all of that. And yet you were able to create time for yourself to do this course and the work and to practice. Because obviously where you're at today is a result of being diligent and also practicing consistently. How did you do that? How were you able to do that? I think you need to make a decision, right? So um, I decided to take the course, the new sound course, and I said, okay, three months, I will do whatever I need to do to watch the videos, watch the live uh, classes. And I did this, I, I did my best. I was very tired, to be honest. Summer is also a very busy time yeah. for me at work. So somehow I managed. And life, some, kids are, you know, out of school and all of that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, some days I remember watching some of the classes at like 2 a.m. here because of our difference of time. So, yeah. Right. But it, it worked. Then, you know, it is we're talking about 90 days, right? It's not that much. And what you have. In the end of the course, if you really work hard and you, we follow um, your directions, your team directions, we're going to get a result in the end. There's no other way. If you could speak to Renata that arrived six years ago, what would you tell her? <laughs> Don't give up. Uh, you listen to yourself and keep going. And I promise you, it will get better. So... Just keep going. And I think it's so important to keep saying that to ourselves now. Like, remember that if we look back at something that we tried and now we're in a totally different place, you can speak from like experience and then you have that, that compassion toward your, yourself the way you were. But when we struggle, when we face those struggles, we forget to say that to ourselves in the present moment. So it's so important to say these words in the present moment as well for whatever struggle we're going through, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We need to love ourselves and be able yeah. to, even thinking about the past, but may, maybe acknowledge that, right? So, yeah. yeah, you did well. It was not easy. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think what you said, and you mentioned it twice, so I want to kind of like point this out. Self-love which, you know, to some people might be like, oh, it's new agey. It's like, that's not what English is about. But it so is. Because when you show compassion to yourself and you love yourself and you're not hard on yourself, then first of all, your learning process is a lot nicer and joyful and enjoyable, right? And yeah. you're not so hard on yourself when you make mistakes. And remember, mistakes are a natural, integral part of speaking a second language. So it's yeah. not like you're going to change the mistakes. You just have to change how you treat yourself when you make mistakes. And when you constantly beat yourself up and make yourself feel bad and, you know, say nasty things about yourself. Oh, you can't do it. You don't get it. You're so stupid. You're like not, you know, saying to yourself, um, mm -hmm. like you just don't know how to learn languages and all those things that happen when there is a part that we don't love in ourselves, right? 
because you can't be like so mean to someone you really love. I mean, you can. History has shown. But when you love someone, you want them to, to be happy and you have zero interest in making them feel small and bad. And so ultimately, you know, we want to treat ourselves with, um, with that respect that we would treat people that we love and we honor. And that is why the root of it is self-love, right? Because if we are able to love ourselves, then we need to find that compassion and that willingness to accept everything in ourselves, including those mistakes, including not always practicing, including, you know, not being at the level that we expect to be. Yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> Where do you see yourself one year from today, moving forward? <laughs> Uh, I want to keep practicing. I I feel I'm a lot better, but I want more. So I want to practice yes. more. Now in Beyond, I'm I'm last month I was not very good in Beyond, but I want to take it from now uh, more seriously. Let's say <laughs> because I want I want to improve a little more, a lot more in English. But I also have some plans. I, I think I received a lot by moving to Canada and learning English and all these opportunities I have here. And I would like to give it back too. Yeah, I see many people, especially from my country, because I have more contact with them. They would like to come. Sometimes they have no idea about the difficult part of this. Uh, and I would like to help somehow with English first, I think, if I can. <laughs> I'm learning from the best, so I hope I can help some people with oh, English. Oh, you can too. so help. And I always say that the English learner's journey ends usually with becoming an influencer within, like, using English to influence others. Not just like a social media influencer, but a real influencer. So first of all, Brazilian watching this who are thinking of moving to Canada, then can they can they contact you? Can they follow you? Sure. I'm here, guys. <laughs> yeah. So she wants to help uh, to find a way to help her community and which is amazing. And I think I think it really gives us why we learn English. We learn English to make a difference, to leave an a legacy, you know, and to, to really feel like we are fulfilling our purpose. We talked about it in the hot seat that you had in New Sound. And I think this is, this is why you feel like you are finding yourself in English. One of the things that you said to us before is like that you feel like you have found your voice. What does that yeah. feel like? Well, first of all, losing your voice is the, one of the worst things that can happen to you especially if you are a person who likes to talk like myself so you have things to share you have ideas you have some some thoughts that you think it is important to tell to another person but you can't so the feeling is literally that you lost your voice and mm -hmm. this is one of the primary things we have since when we are a year old, we have our voice <laughs> and then suddenly you don't have it anymore. So it is really bad. The yeah. feelings are yeah. not really good when you realize that. And then on the other hand, when you find it again, wow, <laughs> it's like a feeling of freedom, freedom even. I feel like, okay, I'm allowed to speak. I can give my opinion and they will understand me. 
So lots of good feelings then, like happiness. You feel happy. Okay, I could like contribute with something in this conversation. So find your voice again is one of the best things that can happen to a new immigrant in a country. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that happened to me. I have chills. Especially recently. <laughs> Just how you described it. I have chills and I, I agree 100%. Like everything and all the technicalities and the learning and all of that really leads to that point where you feel like you've gained your voice back. So I'm so happy for you, Renata. And I'm so grateful to you. <laughs> and final thing you first like to say or to share. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm very grateful to you, to your team. I mean, there are many other people working with you and they also make all the difference. So taking this leap of faith and doing the course was literally a changing point in my life, uh, in, especially in English, but I can tell you it helped me in other ways too. I'm feeling more confident, not only in English, And I'm really grateful for this. And if I can tell something to the people watching this live, I will say, try. (laughs) It's not hard, but try. Take some leaps of faith and we're going to to get results. I I am a living proof of this. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Thank you so, so much. Uh, Renata, just to summarize, I think that you are such an incredible person. You have been very, very inspirational throughout the entire journey. And, you know, you've been there for the community. You've been there, like you've showed up consistently, despite the fact that sometimes it was just a stretch based on everything else that you were going and you still did it. I remember, right, like one day you were traveling in the car and you asked for a hot seat. And then you were like, I can't connect because I'm in the middle of, you know, middle of the road. I love that. And I think that when you have that passion and you're excited about something, this is where you really see a change. And this is why we make sure that our students are really committed and excited and loving the process. But you have been exceptional and so has been your progress. And I have no doubt that you're going to make a big impact on people's lives. You, you're going to continue to make an impact and influence others and help them and share with them what you now know. So Thank you, Heather. Thank you so Thank much. you for your impact, not only in my life, but in so many other people's lives. So you too, keep going. <laughs> Don't ever think and give up. <laughs> Always think how much you are helping people. And this is amazing. It's a huge Thank privilege you. and an honor. And I don't take it lightly. And neither does my team. And we're very happy about it. Renata, thank you so, so much. It's been so awesome to talk to you today thank you Hadar it it was awesome for me (laughs) thank you a lot you were you're wonderful 